0: Good afternoon. Today I have the lovely Ashley with me. Hi Ashley, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. Hi Donna. Um, firstly, thank you for having me. Um, so like you said, I'm Ashley. I'm quite a new author. My debut came out about six weeks ago, which is here actually before I forgot to show it. Um, Lucy's coming for you. Um, so yeah, so this is my first interview. Um, so I live in Nottingham with my partner and my little boy. Um, and the the book is all about my experience, actually. So I should probably kind of mention that a little bit. So I, the main character in the book, is um, a mental health advocate um, who works at sort of different hospitals, advocating for people with uh, mental health issues. Um, and that's a job that I used to do. I studied psychology for five years. Um, did a degree first in just in psychology and then a master's in health psychology as well. Um, so I kind of wanted to to talk about that really and to, and to get kind of a message out about mental health but in a in a kind of creepy fun way if that makes sense. So in a fun book. Um, so yeah so that's what the book is about and uh, a little bit about me. Have you always wanted to write Yes, always. I um, used to actually have a little typewriter when I was a kid. I remember my dad bought me one. He used to always read to me. Um, Quite a lot of reading and blighting, you know, Secret Seven, Famous Five. I've noticed a lot of writers saying the same thing, who write in kind of crime or psychological thrillers. Um, And yeah, I had my own little typewriter. I used to write little stories. Um, I don't remember not wanting to be a writer, really. So just from a really, really young age, I've just always loved it. always loved reading, always loved writing. Um, and now I write with my own little boy, which is nice. We sort of made up a story earlier about an alligator and a flamingo, which was his idea. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, hopefully we can uh, write a little book together as well, which would be nice. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then um, what made you, made you take the plunge and actually write your first book?
1: So I think it's probably partly to do with lockdown and wanting to do something. Um, I know... I've started books before but then never finished them so in December I had this book Lucy I started writing uh, Lucy's Coming about four years ago um and sort of kept adding sort of bits to it um and then in December I actually set up a group called Crazy About Writing which was to sort of inspire local children to write stories and you know give little um prizes and, and stuff like that um and that's kind of how it started by starting crazy about writing and then i sort of realized that this whole this this amazing writing community on twitter Facebook um, and groups and just kind of hearing from other writers and reading about their paths it, it just kind of inspired me to think oh actually i could actually finish this book and put it out there you know i think it kind of finally just kind of hit me um, and I forced myself to actually finish one, which was which was great. Um, and then started getting feedback, which was you know really nice to hear to get some good feedback and stuff. So I thought I'll go ahead and finally publish. So yeah, so I think lockdown had a, a lot to do with it. Where I don't know how because I was working from home, trying to homeschool, you know, and then trying to write a book on top of it. So I'm not sure why I chose that time to do it. <laughs> I survived so
0: (laughs) you managed it so yes awesome (laughs) yeah yeah
1: absolutely
0: and did you find it more difficult than you expected actually finishing it editing it
1: and getting it out there then do you know what I think I kind of thought it just wasn't going to happen so then when I realized that it might happen and, and sort of how to do it um I sort of just made the decision that i it's definitely going to happen no matter how difficult it is Um, and it will be okay. I think I learned a lot from the whole process, you know, from getting feedback from people and seeing their thoughts about the the story and the writing Um, and then obviously the professional editors and their feedback and and on the writing and on how to improve it and and stuff like that um, was really, really good. I think it just gave me a lot of confidence in the book and in the story, which was nice. Um, So, it, it was. It's not easy, but I don't think it was as difficult as I thought it was going to be. Because I thought it was, <laughs> so, you know, and it and it did actually happen in the end. So, so yeah, um, probably not as impossible as I thought it would be, which is good. Um, and now I'm writing a book too, to um to Lucy's comment as well, which is um that's probably more difficult than I thought it would be because I'm trying to write it a lot quicker than I wrote Lucy's. You know, I didn't want to wait four years again. For, for a book too because nobody cares you know four years from when the first book was released um so it's actually it's up for pre-order um it's out on the 30th of november um and yeah trying to push myself to, to finish it in a much quicker time scale. that that's mm-hmm. probably been harder than than i realized it would be but it, it's going okay so <laughs> you know i just need to be procrastinating <laughs> and get it done <laughs> <laughs> Who's been your favourite character you've written so far? I think it must be Lucy. She was a lot of fun to write. So Lucy is, um, she's a patient that Summer, who is the mental health advocate, um, advocates for. So Summer visits lots of different hospitals and Summer is just in in one particular uh, mental health hospital. So she's, you're introduced to both of them straight away in chapter one. Um, And, you know, Summer... There's a scene between Summer and Lucy, um, and you kind of get the vibe that Summer is a bit wary of Lucy. You know, she was actually attacked by Lucy a few weeks before. Lucy's got quite a violent history. Um, And, you know, by the end of chapter one, Summer is asking um, a nurse about Lucy's behaviour. And the nurse kind of turns around and and sort of says, who's Lucy? Um, And the whole book is about whether or not Lucy is real. Is summer getting mentally ill, like her brother was mentally ill. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot of what's actually happening in the book, and there are chapters from the uh the bad guy's point of view, shall we say. Um so that was really, really fun to write, you know, to kind of get in into the character's head. Um so yeah, it, it was it was it was good. It was good to uh to kind of get into the um the antagonist's head and try and show people how mental health kind of really is in a way which sounds is what I like, do for
0: this. <laughs> sounds um, like quite a challenge to sort of you know lots of different things going on to try and keep on
1: yeah. top of <laughs> it's a good <laughs> it's very fast-paced um very quick you know straight away in chapter one like I've just said you're thrown straight in at the deep end with the action um so yeah so it's very fast-paced and there's quite a few characters so you know you've got summer and Lucy, then you also have um di swanson who's a detective that summer meets um who he's not so helpful at first but you know he becomes a little bit more helpful um and then you have the nurse that i mentioned as well so there's a couple of points of view that you can read from that kind of create this feeling of what is going on in this book you know it's um i suppose it's inspired by there's a couple of inspirations there's there's sophie hannah i don't know if you've ever read sophie hannah's um book she has one called little face is the first one i read of sophie hannah's um but a lot of her books, her earlier books, at least, are a similar vibe where you'll kind of read chapter one. And it's a situation where you'll think, what on earth is going on in this book? And you just have to keep reading it to um, to find out. And another thing Sophie Hannah does as well is um, she kind of explores the different possibilities of what might be happening so you're reading it thinking oh maybe this is what's happening you know I think I've got the twist and then the next chapter you'll be like okay no that wasn't the twist <laughs> and I think Lucy has kind of like a similar vibe to that um but the other person is Mo Hader. um she was a massive massive inspiration to me she's my favorite favorite author um so obviously I was devastated when she passed away just a week or two after my own book which is so heavily inspired by her um came out um but her books have a kind of creepy vibe to them um and that's something else that I really really enjoyed so I think it's I'd say it's probably the style of the book is a little bit of a mixture of, of those two not that I'm saying I'm as good as Hayder or, or Sophie Hannah um but vibe wise I'd say it's kind of similar or a mixture of them so that was fun to write <laughs> and when you started it did you know your ending or did it keep changing as you went along no i started it with um the nurse saying you know who who's lucy and i didn't know where i was going to go from there i knew that was going to stay as chapter one um i did not know where i was going to go from there i'm not a planner i don't plan things um although i did say the other day generally my kind of draft one of a book you could probably say is just a detailed outline um you know it's it's very short when i finish my first draft and i do go through it kind of thinking right what's going to happen next and some paragraphs might only be like a uh, some chapters sorry might only be like a paragraph also just when i'm figuring it all out so maybe my draft one is is my plot but no when i start i didn't know for ages what how i was going to end it the book kind of just kept flowing and flowing these characters kept coming in and these different scenarios kept kind of um being debunked if you like throughout the chapters and I thought oh gosh where am I going to (laughs) go with this but yeah I I figured it out eventually but yeah I'm definitely not a planner which is kind of me in my day-to-day life to be honest I'm quite laid back and and easygoing and don't tend to plan anything I'm much more of a last minute person so um
0: what was your most fun scene to write and what was the most difficult
1: obviously without spoilers I think my most fun scene is chapter one um, and just kind of creating that whole, like setting the whole book up and trying to draw people in straight away and getting into the action and trying to introduce what felt like too many characters in the first chapter, but they kind of had to be in there, you know? Um, So yeah, although I probably rewrote chapter one the most, um, I think it is just my favourite chapter. I really, really like the way it kind of sets the book up. Um, But I think the hardest one is, um, it's it's near the end, where I can't really say what happens, but the the ending, I think, was far harder for me to write, and I don't know if that's just because, you know, I wasn't sure where I was going to go with the story and what I wanted to do with it. Um, that That's probably the reason. In the book I'm writing now, I wrote the beginning and the end straight away, and it's the middle that I, I left till last. <laughs> <laughs> What was going to happen at the end, and I knew what was going to happen at the beginning. Just wasn't sure how we got from A to B with that. Um, but yeah, with Lucy, I think it was definitely the last couple of chapters, just trying to trying to work it out. Um, I think I, I I prefer to build the sus the suspense. Can't get my words out. Suspense <laughs> <laughs> through the first few chapters. Um, I don't like ending the the suspense <laughs> near the end. I don't enjoy that as much. I like building it. You know, making. <laughs> going on confusing everybody (laughs) so yeah that's probably what I'd say you
0: plan to carry this on as a long series or do you want to try something different once you've written this book
1: so there's obviously Lucy and the next one um which is called Mother Liar Murderer a book that's on for pre-order at the minute out on the, the 30th of november um and i'm definitely going to do one more that should be out around early um next year but i think i'll leave it for a bit at that point and just sort of see how it goes really you know do people want more books in that series um and i think i'll definitely write something else should have a little bit of a break from it you know write something else this whole series basically explores mental health so um mother Lion Murderer is also, um, like an exploration of um, Astrid, the main character is called. It's an exploration of, of her mental health and something that happened in her past um, that somebody is now kind of threatening her to sort of tell everybody, you know. Um, I'm not sure, I sort of put the blurb up, but I don't, I, I might change changes, I'm not sure how much to say about it, but yeah, that book took a much darker turn than I thought it would actually as dark as Lucy now it's probably um even darker than Lucy's coming so I'm a bit like well I didn't expect that to happen but here (laughs) we are um so so yeah so there'll be a, a book three um and then we'll see what happens after that do you fancy writing in any particular other genres or would you always stick to sort of thrillers possibly I do love psychological thrillers um And I have so much experience in sort of mental health um, and reading psychological thrillers and and stuff. I think really I can bring it together quite well. I wouldn't write in comedy because I cannot be funny on purpose, but I think other genres are, you know, maybe. I quite like the idea of romantic suspense. So just like a slight change in genre where I'm still confusing people. There's like a more of a romantic element to it. Um, I think that's because I recently read Verity um, and quite enjoyed it, <laughs> so I thought, oh, maybe it'd be quite fun. You know, we'll see.
0: I still don't know what the truth at the end of that is. No. I'm, not, I'm not sure.
1: No idea. Which is
0: amazing for a book. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Very <laughs> so clever. Yeah. Yeah, amazing book. Really. And some people don't like it, and I I don't understand yeah. that. I know everyone has different tastes, but I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I
1: did enjoy it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, it's it's taken me like ages and ages to write, to read it. And I actually Googled the ending of it a few months ago because I wanted to know what people were talking about when I was too impatient (laughs) to read it (laughs) I was trying to write it. I knew if I started reading it, I wouldn't write until I'd finished it. Um, So even though I knew vaguely that the the ending was sort of how it is, I still loved reading the book, which I think is another, that's a skill, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I do. I think she's a great, great writer. So yeah, I'd love to do something like that. Or at least romantic suspense, we will say.
0: I'll look out for that then. I imagine that would be pretty fun if you do.
1: Hopefully. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I've totally forgot what I was going to ask you then. <laughs> Completely gone, I don't. <laughs> oh, um, Do you find that when you're writing, you can't read?
1: it depends if I am stuck on a scene or something if I'm stuck um, I'm actually stuck on a scene at the moment which is why I've ended up reading Verity because I I kind of need to just get outside of my book for a little bit and I think I mentioned to you earlier that I watched clickbait till like 3am this morning (laughs) um, and that's why I've been binge reading Verity I read that in a day binge watching clickbait is because I'm stuck on a scene and I'm procrastinating but I'm also kind of looking out for like inspiration and stuff you know sometimes it will just hit me um whilst doing something else relaxing I suppose and seeing other people's work is is is, is more relaxing than uh, writing struggling with the scene that I'm struggling with so so yeah um there's that <laughs> I'm not sure about clickbait I'll have to let you know when I've watched a couple more
0: yeah, I'm gonna to have to watch that because I've seen so many people mention it. It's it's another one of those programs that's just being talked about it nonstop. Is. But I read, I have no time to watch TV. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's why I was trying to binge watch it all last night. But yeah, failed. I got too tired. I think there's two episodes left to watch. So i'm not surprised at freedom <laughs> oh, god I'm, I'm not normally up past 10 i'm not i'm not a night owl i get up really really early in the mornings to write you know three four five a.m kind of early so i'm in bed by 10 because I'm, I'm done <laughs> i'm done by 10 so yeah it's you not,
0: not surprised
1: Ooh. <laughs> i'm yeah. just talking about it <laughs> yeah.
0: I was up at quarter to five. Well, my alarm went off at quarter to five and I just kept shutting oh. it up because it was annoying me. But eventually I had to
1: give it a <laughs> It's the worst thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, when it's not your choice, it sucks.
1: Yeah, it does, absolutely. Luckily, I am a, more of a morning person, so I don't mind too much getting up early. I was still up at seven this morning, but I wasn't writing because I was too tired after not going to bed till three. So <laughs> never mind. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I'm not my colleagues just pass me coffee when I come in they don't even have to ask they just give me coffee
1: <laughs> oh, that's good <laughs> that's down that's of option, having to make my own coffee
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's a good thing about working in a place that sells it just doesn't <laughs> press a button
1: <laughs> yeah that perk of the job
0: <laughs> yeah it is yeah we don't have to pay for it either which is awesome
1: nice yeah that's a definite big perk
0: yeah. Um, do you have any phobias and would you write about them?
1: Yeah, I'm a bit of a wimp, to be honest. You probably wouldn't know it from reading my books, but I am. Um, the book I'm writing at the moment, like I said, it took a bit of a talk turn and it fully gave me nightmares the other night um, about something crawling in my bed. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm scared of everything. I don't really like the dark that much. I don't like heights. I, um, I've got a really weird phobia of belly buttons. I can't see them. If anyone was to touch their own belly button, you know, my partner will do it just to freak me out. I will run away screaming. So yeah, I don't know if I'd write about that one. It sounds <laughs> a bit like I'd be making it up. <laughs> a bit far-fetched, but it's true, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I I'd I'd, 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 I'd do write about my other fears, definitely. You know, monsters in the bed and stuff. I shouldn't because you know I gave myself nightmares what I do there was a book I started once um and I haven't finished it and I haven't gone back to it it scared me that much that I didn't I read it I wrote about half of it and was like don't do no, <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore I'll have to go back to it one day if I can still find it um but that was about a haunted um old mental health institution um there was a building that was near me there's a, a building in in Derby that was an old asylum um and he's now flat and it was about a patient that was at the asylum. And I legit had nightmares that nightmare, so he was gonna get me and just I'm such a wimp. <laughs> but I will get back to that book <laughs> one day with all the lights on.
0: Yeah. Uh, mental asylum asylum and haunting is just creepy before you even begin that's all you need to say and you're like "Yep, that's gonna be really creepy
1: I don't know why I write about these things but there we go (laughs) I think I'm just a bit of a a bit of a masochist and just like to scare myself so I'm the same with horror films if there's a ghost in it I, I will have nightmares for weeks but I do still watch them so I don't know why yeah, I
0: only watch horror films with the lights on. <laughs> but in the daytime, not at all. No, <laughs> and they're still good. I suppose it's not the same effect, but
1: yeah, that that's fine for me. Oh, yeah, now I'm with you. Lights on only. <laughs>
0: yeah. I oh, Yeah, I'm a wimp as well, actually. So it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I don't like the dark either.
1: No, I'm not. I did genuinely sleep with the lamp on the other night because I'd scared myself with them. the, the book. <laughs> yeah, I will write about these things. So <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um is there anything you
1: absolutely will never write about? Um I can't no, there's one thing that I wouldn't normally write about, but I kind of ha- accidentally have in in my current book. And I can't really say what it is because it kind of gives away the ending. Um, so I'll have to choose something else quick. Do you know? I don't. I can't think of anything in particular. No, I'm not. This. This. I think because the books that I read, they're quite and um, they can get quite like dark. You know, like Moheda's quite dark, and um, there's some other other books as well. Um, I'm not so good with like true stories and stuff, you know, like Jack Ketchum's um, The Girl Next Door, I don't know if you've read that, that's based on a true story, isn't it, you know, a young girl being tortured and I couldn't, I I can't read it because it, because it's true, it would upset me too much to read it, Um, so yeah, and I did read a book that had a, that had sort of child abuse in it, you know, a, a toddler, was quite badly abused and no, I couldn't if, if I'd have known that was what it was about I wouldn't I wouldn't have read the book um so I suppose that's the kind of thing that I maybe wouldn't write about it no so yeah I'm oh, probably right. there. I say probably because never never say never writers <laughs> minds quite talk at times don't they um but yeah that's probably it
0: Are there any secret
1: jokes or messages or easter eggs in your books? No, the only kind of joke is something where Summer has a son. She's a single mom um, and she has a son who may be a little bit based on my own son at times and says things that my own son has said to me. And he's sort of constantly saying the word chicken for no reason, which is Summer's son. I think it was just annoying me. So I was like, <laughs> 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 um, but that's kind of it at the moment is it, it, just that. So, for now, we'll see when the second book comes out. <laughs>
0: so. um, if you were to be a character in any book or TV series, who would you choose to be? Would you be a villain or would you be a good person?
1: Oh, I always love, um, as much as I do love the villains, like I've already said, that I love writing about Lucy. Um, I definitely want to be a good person, but I can't think who who would be the best. Um, um. To choose, so I've literally all I've got going through my head it's like Super Hillary from Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd choose like a, a really good heroine from a book, and I'm just like, Oh, Wonder Woman, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be
1: fun, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah, oh, I do love Suki Stackhouse. Actually, I was reading those books the other day, you know, the True Blood books. Um, there's a the genre that I might try one day, I do quite like. Um, that genre as well. Um, and that'd be pretty cool. I love vampires. I think vampires are awesome. Maybe that's what it'd be actually a vampire. Cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Not many really
0: female vampires either. So that's true. Yeah.
1: yeah Pam from true Blood. she's quite um she's quite cool. So yeah, maybe her. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think
0: it would be. Um, if you were to be a, a killer
1: in a book, how would you kill? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so, <laughs> there's so many different scenarios going through my head, but they're all from other people's books. <laughs> like, I don't want to read them. Um, so I think that the worst one I've read recently is, is um, probably from is M.W. Craven, um, his series. I've only read the first one so far. I found out about him not so long ago. And there's literally people being burned alive. <laughs> it's quite like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it gets worse with his. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah we'll, we'll, I'll wait to find out. um I think I've downloaded the second one actually, I just haven't got around to reading it yet. um There's certain books that I won't read when I'm writing just because I don't want to take too much inspiration in when I'm writing. You know, I don't want it to, whereas I thought Verity maybe is very different to what I write. So I thought that would be okay. Um, so, yeah, I'll probably finish this and, and then crack on and read the, the second one. Yeah. Um, but it would probably be really boring if I was going to kill somebody. I'd probably just shoot or stab them. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> my, when I'm writing, I'll come up with all these imaginative things and then um, it's just on the spot. i like, oh, I don't know. I just shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really boring. Um,
0: so... oh, that, that's what, what someone asked me. And um, I said I'd stab someone a hundred times, and I think he was quite shocked. But <laughs> it's it's just came to my head. There <laughs> yeah. wasn't even actually. I didn't even think about it. It was just like straight away. I was like, "Yeah, I'll stab him a hundred
1: times."
0: One like, hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You've got to
1: make sure. Sounds yeah. like a good number. You've got to make sure. <laughs> though. You know, if you're gonna do it, you need to be careful and make sure. <laughs> yeah. <that you> <laughs>
0: oh I've I've heard um a really good one but I have to tell you after because I'm not sure if the book's out yet but it's an it's an awesome way of killing someone so yeah I'll tell you (laughs) (laughs) um so if you get any free time which doesn't sound like you get much would you like to do with it
1: what would I do with it I'd love to travel I love 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 traveling so if I had actual free time That didn't evolve around, you know, working and writing and reading. Um, Yeah, I think I think I would definitely travel. It seems
0: okay.
1: to hear me okay yeah <laughs> um so yeah definitely traveling i haven't managed to get to like loads of places um to be fair like a, a lot of europe but i'd love to maybe go see a couple of different places in america um and australia as well would be awesome i've got a family in australia so it'd be nice to go and see them um most of my family are in ireland my mum's irish i half grew up in ireland so um yeah, some of them are in Australia, which would be nice to go say. So, yeah, I have
0: no desire to go to Australia at all. Just the the spiders and the snakes are just like, nah, I'm fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah there is that. Like I said earlier, I am a wimp and I, I am scared. I'm a typical um, girl around spiders and creeper crawlies and, and stuff. I think the only thing I'm not that scared of is moths. Um, But my partner is scared of them, so (laughs) we kind of just switch. He will get the spiders and I will get anything that flies, (laughs) Um, but it's handy. Um, My brother did go to Australia a few years ago and he he put his jeans on when he was getting dressed and there was a spider like the size of his fist. Um, he has much bigger hands than mine. So <laughs> he was a huge, huge spider, right in his, in, like a lump in his jeans. And he just whipped them off as quickly as he could and like threw them away. <laughs> so yeah, there is that. You
0: know, I'm, a, I'm sure it's an amazing country and, you know, the pictures and stuff, but
1: just no. <laughs> just oh, no. Yeah. Don't blame
0: you. And sharks as well. Sorry and sharks as well yeah there's just so is, many that. things that want to kill you just
1: <laughs> yeah we're, we're quite safe here aren't we you know there's not there's not much around here really um <laughs> as much as we're scared of spiders they don't generally hurt you at all do they so <laughs> <laughs> um
0: if you're able to travel to any time period either forward or back where would you like to go
1: i think i would maybe go back um the 80s sound kind of fun I wouldn't go back too far, I think, because I like, you know, modern conveniences and stuff. So maybe, maybe I go back, but then maybe, I don't know, actually, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh, actually, maybe I'd go forward if it was temporary. <laughs> I don't want to be permanently like 20 years older. Um, so maybe I would just look to see what the future is like a, a little bit. Um, I don't know, though, because I'm, I'm actually also quite scared of the people who like tell you the future you know my mum loves them she's always going to them and I just like no I don't want to know really I think I'd be scared of it if I knew so yeah maybe I'd stick to going backwards um just to just for like the clothes and for, like the lifestyle really more than anything else but I wouldn't <laughs> get back so far. So, yeah, neither would far
0: and I don't understand people that want to go back to like Tudor times and stuff no it's that like...
1: sounds terrifying I think maybe just as long as no one else can see me and I can just watch for a few minutes and easily get home maybe just out of pure nosiness, but yeah, yeah.
0: they
1: sound quite, like quite scary <laughs>
0: times <laughs> yeah and you know sanitation and medication and stuff yes.
1: exactly yeah you know when you, oh, what you used to do or the, the way they used to do surgery is enough you know going anywhere <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> <Don't go anywhere. laughs> especially when I think I read somewhere about what chainsaws were really invented for. Did you? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any strange or unusual talents?
1: <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I I can do is write. <laughs> um, so let's try and have, I think, um, I can't really think of of anything i do i'm more the kind of person that will try things but get bored really really quickly you know so other than writing and reading uh, and nothing else that i've kind of put my hand to has lasted not generally because i'm rubbish at it but <laughs> so there's probably a lot i've been rubbish out but just because i think i just love new things you know and i kind of go head first into a new hobby or something and then two weeks later i'm like right, i'm done now what's the next thing <laughs> and I kind of move on. Um, so yeah, that—that's me in a nutshell, really. Writing's the only thing that ever um, kept my interest. But I think that's because you can always do different things with it. You know, it's so versatile. So you know, this morning I was writing a kid's story about an alligator and a flamingo, and now I'm going to be writing this dark story that got darker than I ever thought I would write. <laughs> um, it's just—it's so different. So um, yeah, that's probably why. Um, yeah. have
0: you made lots of author friends since you started writing
1: yeah yeah especially um on twitter there's loads of great um author friends on twitter and mm-hmm. the writing community i love the writing community um and on some facebook groups as well um everyone's just been really like nice and friendly and welcoming and it's so nice to connect with people who understand what what you're doing because. You know, a lot of my family are like why are you writing <laughs> you know before I published the book when I told them I published the book they were like wow that's amazing um before that it was just like oh, that's kind of weird <laughs> you know why are you writing <laughs> you know my partner doesn't get it so he um he's not a writer or a reader uh, he's very supportive and he's amazing with it but it's not necessarily something people understand um unless they like reading or, or writing themselves so yeah it's really nice to speak to people who understand you know the imposter syndrome and um all the different stages that you have to go through because i don't really know about beta readers or net gallio arcs or anything that a year ago today i had no clue um and now i'm completely cleared up mainly thanks to um a particular group on facebook for writers which is just fabulous um and the writing community on twitter um, as well and then there's some of the reader groups which are just amazing and full of fab readers and authors as well you know um, like the uk um crime club and there's a a few of them (laughs) so yeah i've met so many great people and i think it's the people really that i met that kind of propelled me forward to actually have the confidence to publish the book as well and just to realize you know some people will love it some people won't like it and that's fine that's the same for every book, even Harry Potter and the other big ones. You know, Verity is a, is a good example, actually. But kind of A recent book called The Silent Patient as well, which we I loved, loved that book. I read it before the hike, so I had no idea there was a big twist or anything um, at the end of that book. So that was nice. It's nice if you get to read it before the hike, I think, and you don't realise what's coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, if you had a lot of feedback from readers...
1: Yeah, yeah, it's um, it, the book took off way more than I, I, I expected to as a, an unknown author. I think I think because of the content, people are like, "Oh, what's that about?" And you know, I think it's piquing people's people's interest. Like that this, this, patient's just disappeared in, in broad daylight. Or what what's happened to her? You know, is she a figment of um, of someone's imagination? Is she a ghost? Is she real? You know, what's actually happened? Um, it does seem to have piqued a lot of imaginations, which is great. You know, it piqued my imagination when I wrote chapter one, even though I had no idea what was going to happen next at that point. <laughs> um, so yeah, it took quite a lot, um, mainly in the UK. I haven't really uh, pushed anything in, in America at the minute, other than a few kind of um, that sold, but yeah, it's mainly in the UK at the moment, um, which is fab. So it's been, it's on NetGalley at the moment, So there's some reviews on that galley which are um, almost all positive, which is amazing. It's really good, really good to get positive feedback or feedback, you know, some of the three star reviews are, are amazing for feedback and stuff um i think one of the one of the three story reviews is one of my favorite actually but i can't remember it word for word right now but it was like something along the lines of oh this is just what i needed after a few sort of mere reads and it was just a really nice comment even though it was um just three stars which was nice um and then on amazon I've, i'm quite happy that i've just reached 50 reviews on, on amazon UK, which is meant to be a magic number, but none of us really know why it's meant to be a magic number. So I'm like, Oh, I reached the magic number, you know, what's going to happen next? I don't actually know, but we'll see. Um, so that's nice. Um, and before that, I got a lot of uh beta readers reading it for for feedback, um, and some arcs from uh some reviewers as well from Instagram and, and Facebook. Um, and they all gave really nice feedback too, which which is good. That was really nice to see. So yeah. yeah nice I think I'm almost all writers have imposter syndrome and think oh my god everyone's gonna hate it so it's nice when people actually sell do you know what I quite liked it actually <laughs> so yeah it was good It hold me on for book too so and then uh, the anxiety can start all over again <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, I, I don't think that
0: ever goes away so just get used to it I would suggest
1: <laughs> yeah I watch what I'm what I keep <laughs> keeping. so that's fine it's a part of writing <laughs>
0: even Mike Craven, who gets talked about all the time, everyone loves his books, even he is insecure, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I know, and it's, it's always it's... the same, yeah, you know, <laughs> when you're outside looking in, it's like, yeah, but, you know, you get so much positive feedback, how can you have anxiety, Or, yeah, I don't know, I think when people have liked your previous books as well, there's almost that additional pressure of, oh, no, you've got, um, you've got like people who are actual fans and want to, you know i've got to impress them again and then again <laughs> it's like oh god <laughs> there's so much pressure yeah Fascinating <laughs> over a particular chapter <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah.
0: well he's written like two i think he's written two more already so oh, wow. yeah because because his publishers only release one a year yeah all his publishers has nothing to do with him and yeah. he keeps telling us off for being impatient <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's about normal, isn't it? About one book a year um, from the publisher. So. Yeah, so yeah, trying to be a little bit different and try and get to go for for two this year. So we'll see how many. <laughs>
0: um, since your journey started, do you have
1: one standout favourite moment? Um, it it was probably just the day the first day it was published. To be honest, because that was. It was always terrifying because I knew that I had um, a few hundred pre-orders and I didn't expect to get a few hundred pre-orders as a new, as a new writer. Um, and it was just suddenly hit me that all oh, these people are going to be reading my book like today. And <laughs> I think we almost had a mild panic attack. Um, but, you know, my partner brought me this lovely charm. That I was like, oh, you did it. And it's a little love heart and it's really sweet. And he got me um, chocolates and stuff as well. And I finally told my family because I didn't tell them when I was writing it you know it came out and I was like oh hi mom I published a book <laughs> she, <laughs> she was amazed by it um she went around telling all her friends to go and buy it <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, we in the first place but never mind it's done now <laughs> um so yeah I think I think that's probably just just the day that I I, I actually felt like a, like a real author I suppose when it was out. yeah I think up until then I thought something's gonna go wrong you know I'm not gonna get it out <laughs> Well it was fine it's all fine <laughs> and what's your biggest dream what do you want to achieve so i just to be honest with you just to write full time is it that that's really all i want to be able to achieve with writing i do have a day job at the moment obviously i'm still quite new um, to writing but i'm hoping to, uh, to just to, to write full time i do love my day job um you know it's something that i really really enjoy doing i get to teach others um like i mentioned earlier which is lovely um and just my team and and just the general job is is awesome but to write full-time I think that's just been my dream since I was a baby writing on a typewriter so to do that would be amazing um and and that's it I think that's what a lot of writers say isn't it we just want to write full-time just let us write
0: pretty much yeah which is cool which is I love asking, like, you know, Mike Craven and stuff that have had number one bestsellers and they've got awards and stuff. It's like, you know, what do you want to achieve still? And I just want to keep writing. Yeah. Genuinely. That's hard. Yeah. Good.
1: But, <laughs> yeah, I think you definitely do. It's a job that you do for like the love of it because it's so stressful. otherwise. <laughs> are,
0: you, um, are you planning on going out to any of the literary festivals next year?
1: Next year, hopefully, but I haven't got um the, anything planned in yet. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll go next year. Um obviously haven't done anything this year with COVID and stuff. I'm not going to to Bloody Scotland or anything. Um there's a carnival my little boy wants to go to, so we we'll go in there instead. That's kids for you. Um uh so yeah, it's not sort of for the rest of this year. Well, hopefully next year I'll be around a little bit more. Um I'm doing the um I'm doing a panel for the UK crime uh book club in october for halloween i want to say it's halloween um and a couple so a couple of things like this lined up but that's about it for this year i think unfortunately but we'll see
0: that's cool i mean uk crime book club is huge it's you know they're just incredible so
1: yeah they do so much for authors as well you know yeah yeah definitely so yeah that'll be exciting
0: (laughs) yeah Just just a twenty thousand members nearly, so you know, no pressure.
1: (laughs) No pressure at all. Might have to have a glass of wine in that one rather than a cup of coffee like I've got here. The people
0: that are hosting it usually, even though they have mugs, they say they have tea. I'm not convinced. I reckon they've got something else in their mugs.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely wouldn't advise me.
0: No. They're so lovely.
1: Um, and again,
0: completely forgotten what I was going to ask.
1: <laughs> yeah, I say it all the time. I think I've forgotten what I was going to say halfway through a sentence a couple of times, just drawing this into. So. so yeah, um,
0: yeah. I mean, actually, I don't think I have anything else that I have to ask.
1: Unless there's anything that you think I haven't asked you
0: that you want to tell us.
1: No, I think you've been very thorough. To be fair, loved all the questions, and thank you for having me. Um, didn't expect to be asked sort of how am i going to kill somebody and stuff. So I really enjoyed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keeps you on your toes.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <better> do that. <laughs> um, so do you just want to show your book off again and then remind everyone where they can get it from and where
1: they can find out more about you? Absolutely. So this is the book again. So Lucy's coming for you. It's on um, Amazon at the moment. You can get it obviously in paperback um, or uh, as an e-back, uh, e-back, e-book. Um, and it's also free on Kindle Unlimited as well. So if you've got KU feel free to download it for free. Um, let me know what you think. Um, I've reached that magic number of 50 reviews, but I'm not sure what really happened. So please do leave a review. <laughs> if you um, if you do read it, that would be very much appreciated. Um, they can be like gold dust at times reviews. So um, it's always great to get them. Um, and if you find that one on Amazon, the second book is also up for pre-order, which is Mother Liar Murderer. Um, and that is out on the 30th of November. Um, and you can follow me, actually, be on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. But I don't really know what I'm doing with TikTok yet. I'm still learning. I'm still learning TikTok. <laughs> but I'm getting there with it. And um, Instagram as well. I'm, I'm trying to be everywhere, which is tough at times. But, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm trying to be all over. So <laughs> whichever you prefer. Well, brilliant. Thank you very much. No problem. Thank you for having me.
0: You're so welcome. <laughs>